1: Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. This is Gwendolyn Singletary, and I'm excited to be here. You know how I feel about Mondays. This is the first day of the week to go out and be great. So we have so many opportunities for the rest of the week, we want to start off really well tonight. And I'm so excited. We have Glenn DeVoe, who is our guest tonight, and um, he has a great business that he is running. Of course, our our concept is all about business and different business strategies. Um, And so he is the owner, the developer founder of uh, camp linemen and elite sports camp and combines. And so we're going to talk about his business model and what he does. I'm going to welcome him on right now. Glenn, how are you? I'm
0: doing well. Thank you, Gwendolyn. Appreciate you having me.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm going to start on side B. Side A is all about your business in terms of um, your camp linemen and elite sports uh, camp and combines. I'm going to go to side B first talking talk more about you, as a person, look about your background, um, your education, what you do now in terms of your uh, career choice, and then you're going to go into side A. Because I want people to see this both versatility, how versatile you are, kind of things you're all about. So let's talk about you a little bit. Tell me about yourself.
0: Okay. Uh, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, originally from uh, Cocoa, Florida. Um, uh, went to University of Pittsburgh um, for four years, played there, and um, had a great experience. Made a lot of good contacts and different things of that nature. Uh, fortunately, I had an opportunity to play um, uh, beyond that um, in Seattle. Um, didn't last long, but still, the experience of it all was just, just a great experience. Um, you know, I my, my degree is in economics, so I was a banker initially. I worked in the banking field for, for a few years and then transitioned into brokerage. Um, had a mortgage broker shop, one in Landover, Maryland, one in Charlotte, and one in Florida. Um, We did that until '08, until the market kind of had a little little, little, little fall off um, and and went to a captive lender, went to work for Bank of America for a couple years. And I actually did not like being back in corporate America because I really felt like I couldn't, um, you know, I couldn't really expand and help my customers like I wanted to. There were a lot of limitations and restrictions, which I respect, um, you know, because corporate structure is how they run their business. So I respect that. But when I got to the point where I couldn't, going any further, I kind of transitioned out, and um, one of my college teammates had started a company called Junior Rank Sports, and basically, they were doing, they partnered with the Marine Corps, that was the, that was the large contract that we had, and we co-founded the Simple Fidelis All-American Game, it was a high school All-American Game that was nationally televised, and uh, in the process, we helped them with their recruiting across the country, so when I say across the country, literally, uh, we would do about 20 to 22 camps every summer between February and August, So it was almost like every weekend we were somewhere where it would be Honolulu, New Hampshire, Florida, Eugene, Oregon, you name it, a little bit everywhere. So that was a great experience for a couple years. Um, You know, the thing that I took away the most in the relationships was the brand, the way the Marine Corps protected their brand, that globe and anchor. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. so there were a lot of things that I was learning. I didn't realize that I would be using them now, but Mm -hmm. I do use them now just through that experience there. And, um, uh in year three, uh, they did not renew the contract, and I'm um, at that juncture. I was at a crossroad. I was saying, hey, look, you know, so what do I do now? Do I go back into corporate? You know, and I kind of had a little, little talk with God where I was just kind of talking it through. Like, you know, you know I prayed about the situation before I came, and now I feel like, you know, you kind of left me out here. And he was like, tell me. I gave you the resources. <laughs> I gave you the blueprint. Go do it, right? Go do so, it. Yeah. Uh, um, I, so, 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 hence camp linemen. You know, the thing that I did notice when we were at those camps, all the other positions were prioritized. Like the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, linebackers, they got premium real estate on the field when it was time for camp. And then, you know, at the end they would say, okay, the offensive and defensive linemen go in the corner of the end zone or this little space over here or whatever the case may be, and um it was something that I that, that I that I noticed. It just resonated with me every weekend and I was like, Wow, why do they always push those guys off last? They're the most important people on the field, to be quite honest with you. Um mm-hmm. and, and those who follow football understand that. Um so we just kinda went through that and um and, and that when, I've been doing that since twenty thirteen. Um mm-hmm. so we kinda we kinda leveraged it, it, we looked for opportunities within that realm to to try to grow and teach and we just kept it transparent, simple, fundamental. We saw things. An area where it's not popular for a lot of people because most people want to go to, like, if you will, exposure camps where there are DJs and it's flashy and it's a lot of glitz and glamour. But what linemen really do and what our guys, our coaches do, is really teach them the fundamentals, answer a lot of questions as to why. So I think that was a part of our success kind of going through the process, if you will. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of did that for a while. And, um, You know, it's like I said, we're we're still kind of thriving through that. Um, About five years ago, um, through a person within my network, it was a parent of a kid that we trained. Um, We were talking about business opportunities, and he was in the construction business. He was the division president for Cal Atlantic Homes at the time. And, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, project management, relationship management. And I said, hey, look, you know, I may be looking for something, you know, to offset the non-seasonal time during the winter mm-hmm. and spring mm-hmm. where I'm not doing a lot. And he literally said, uh, you know, I may have an opportunity for you. So I gave him my CV. And, I mean, within a week I had an opportunity. I, I went in as a project manager for Cal Atlantic Homes, dealing oh. with the post-construction structural issues. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of did that. And um, a year and a half later we got bought by Lenar Homes. So I made that transition, stayed with within the same company, Couple of promotions, and now I actually manage the special projects department for Lenar Homes now here in the Charlotte market.
1: Now that's impressive. That's impressive. I heard a few, uh, several things. I want to get into a little deeper. Um, I love the concept of your journey that you kept building and learning through the process. Um, I like the fact that you have a good structural background in education, which is fabulous. You know, we can't just say this is a one trick pony. You can only do one thing. You've very clearly proven that you can do several things. But I also, from a marketing perspective, from a business perspective, and, of course, marketing is my background, I love when you talked about learning about the importance of brand, and I like the way you talked about you targeting your audience. That's something we talked about a little bit last week, and I can see that that's going to be something we need to give a little more detail in because you did, you saw a need, and that's where important in targeting. You saw a need and opportunity. You saw something that no one else seemed to be doing. You saw something that there was a need for and people wanted. And so you targeted your camp to that meet that need. And of course I'm sure that's what's helping you be as successful opposed to copying what everyone's doing. Talk about that targeting piece that you've done and how you a little bit more about that that, that lineman piece and how that worked out for you.
0: Okay, yeah, absolutely. So uh we knew yeah, you know, Having a football background, you know, um, just to kind of give a little a broader base, I went through the whole recruiting process me personally. Um, mm-hmm. I have two older brothers who played collegially as well. Everett played at Florida State. Rudy played at Tuskegee. So I kind of watched them being the youngest. I was able to kind of see them navigate through. Well, yeah, I have two boys as well who went through the process. I mean, Elijah, who um, he just graduated from Duke last spring. He played football there for four years. And my youngest son, Caleb, he's going into his senior year at the Citadel. He plays there. So, going through seeing what they went through, um, seeing how they were targeted by other companies while they were coming through the process, and how did I want to differentiate myself? You know, first yeah, of all, we started this. Yeah. So when we started this, we were going ages ten through eighteen. What I didn't want, I didn't want kids. So we had to babysit. We had to take time away from. And do some things, so we kind of did that, that. That those were kind of our demographic, uh, boys and girls between ten and eighteen. And I say boys and girls because you get some girls who play ball as well. And like I said, okay. because we teach, we don't limit. You know, we, we're not we're not gender biased or anything. I mean, if they want to come, listen, learn, give the effort, and get better, you know, we'll do it. You know, we've even had coaches where where coaches want to come and kind of mimic and. Shadow some of our coaches and drills and different things. So we're open. We we, we really believe in being transparent, um, and we try to capture a lot of that information. Uh, we capture it through video, through pictures, through – we we typically do a remix of the camp if our videographer is available. No matter what city we go to, we get videographers, photographers, because, you know, you got to have proof of performance. And that was something that I learned in marketing with the Marine Corps. They were paying us for a service, but within that they wanted to show proof they wanted to see signage right. they wanted to see a, a number of different things so so these that whole concept it's kind of like we've built a, even if you, not to go too deep but we built the venue checklist so if mm-hmm. i'm going to, a, to 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 rent a space to host a camp in another state and we have to do this because just for those who don't know we're not localized we're regional we're a little regional company we do camps as far south as florida as far north as new jersey and we go as far west as uh, Kentucky. So we're literally, in every camp is in a different state. So uh, 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 different uh, restrictions apply, especially this past year with COVID. There were some states who you had to, you had to comply with whatever the state statutes were. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a little deeper than just, okay, you're just going to go and do a football camp. It was you had to be specific. And I think mm-hmm. even within that, doing business during a time where a lot of people were not, it allowed mm-hmm. us to grow our market share. Because we were more visible, we had more content, and it was about content. Right. Last year, we only did we did three camps as opposed to doing eight or ten. But mm-hmm. still, we were able to use that content, right. repurpose it, and kind of market this year to really target those markets. Whether we target schools, youth organizations, referrals—that mm-hmm. of course, in our business, that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest compliment a customer can give you. Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. that's free to tell mm-hmm. someone else about it. You know, and when when the kids come to registration. Coach Raleigh and myself would always say, how'd you hear about us? Because we want to know. We want to know where we want to direct those dollars to continue to get those kids or those families to come to our camp. Uh, my mm-hmm. role isn't to actually coach, when I, even though I, I wind up coaching when I'm at the camp, my role is to connect with the parents, to make sure that we're in tune, that we're understanding where they're coming from, what, what their concerns are, what's motivating them. And then also offer them some advice about their kids navigating through the process because we realize that all parents, as a parent, you just want your kid to be able to realize their dreams. You want them to be able to go as far as they want to go. If they're saying, I want to be an NFL player, I believe that you have to make that effort to strive towards that. Now, mind you, during the process, they may not get there. Chances are they they aren't going to get there. But all of the habits that they build in the process, Discipline, perseverance, teamwork, sportsmanship, they'll be better business people, they'll be better entrepreneurs, they'll be better musicians, whatever they decide to do in that market.
1: Excellent. so you you know so you said a, you said a mouthful there, you know so I'm gonna go back and break this down a little bit from a marketing perspective. Um, that's my thing, and that's what I love. So we talked about the target. The differentiating proposition, your proposition for linemen, why it works for them, what you do, what you learn, how important they are to the games, so your target. Talk about your differentiating proposition. You talked about your brand. You talk about the uh, – uh, all about the level of excellence. What do you provide? that others may not provide. You go in early. You have your checklist. You um, interact with the uh, state, city officials to make sure that you're complying, so the service is definitely there. Your customer service to the parents, interacting with them, uh, talking with them. The content, we had a time in on a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about filming. We talked about the fact that content is king, And with all these different media outlets from Radio, TV, podcast, um, movie streaming, movies—all these other channels. People looking for content, and people want to see what you do. So I noticed your website is full of content. I went to your social media pages, and I went to your website, and they're full of content to show people exactly what you're doing and how you're doing. I feel more comfortable with that um, situation. But I, you covered so much in terms of what you have done and how you're handling your marketing without you to use the marketing ease. You're just doing good business.
0: Well, thank you. Appreciate that. You know, we
1: we 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 are big on service, and,
0: mm-hmm. and and if I could just kind of correlate that to went to a restaurant for breakfast yesterday morning, um, I called them before I got there because now you know a lot of companies are limited with employees. You know, they're they're, they're having hard times filling filling positions, and mm-hmm. sometimes the service is lacking. So I called in advance because I don't want to waste my time. It's a five minute wait. Get there. I get there. There's probably about twenty people waiting outside. I go to the front, she said, you know, she said 20 minutes. I say, okay, I'll wait 20 minutes. Well, at the 30-minute mark, I kind of went back. And when I think about that, it's about setting expectations. What expectations through our marketing are we going to set for our customers? You know, we we post our itinerary of what's going to take place at the camp on there, and we're going to hit those. We do it because we want to be held accountable, too. First of all, Mm -hmm. so my coaches are on the same page. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like the clock keeper. You know, hey, mm-hmm. we need a break, we need this, we need that. Because, once again, it's about the experience. If that customer comes to your business, whatever the business is, and they have a great great day, great experience, and at the very end, you went over. So I even ask, if, if we need to run, need a little more time, I always ask, hey, I'd like to stay on this for a little bit longer. Can, I, can you give me an extra five or ten minutes? Mm-hmm. Even though most people wouldn't complain but you never know if someone had another appointment after that and that right. very last little experience could kinda deter them to say, you know what? They weren't organized. They were blah blah blah. They didn't respect my time. I'm not coming back because I know people are all we are always so critical uh of, of every moment. And like I said, we just try to pay attention to the details and when it's all said and done, you know, know we just we, we we wanna make sure that we we pr- produce a good product, given a good experience. And we kind of go from there. I'll give you another example. I had a kid there who all of our kids are issued a T-shirt. They've given us the size prior to, so they're issued a T-shirt. So everyone on our field within the lens of a camera is going to be branded. They're going to have Kate Lyman on. Coaches are going to have Kate Lyman on. Because if someone's taking a picture of video, and that's the last thing I want for them to be shooting, have a great shot, and now somebody is not branded in the, brand. in the lens. Mm-hmm. So so with that being the case, I had a kid who um, he didn't have a shirt on. So I, I had my son go over and just uh, go talk to his dad and let him know he needed to put the shirt on. And it was it was a nine-year-old kid. It was a little immature, but it was, it, it was fit. So at every break, he wanted to take the shirt off. But like I told his dad, I said, he has to wear the shirt during the camp. If not, he cannot participate. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, for some, it may sound mean, but our brand is bigger than any one of us. Right mm-hmm. It's almost like that team concept where you know it's it's, 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 the, it's almost like having a business plan. You have a mm-hmm. business plan, so if you face adversity or different things and you fall off, you can reflect back to the business plan to put you back on schedule. so
1: um, that's something that
0: we just we, we just try to stick to the basics, the fundamentals, and um now we may we, we take notes after every event, we regroup mm-hmm. what could we have done better? And then, you know, we'll make those adjustments as we progress, but it won't be an all one windfall adjustment. We'll just kind of progressively vet them and make sure that we're doing what's going to be best for the company.
1: Excellent. That's excellent. So tell me this. I mean, I like all of what you said. You really have hit on a lot of things that uh, we are trying to teach over here and preach over here on um, going greatness as it turns to business. So tell me a little bit more about the mechanics, the tactical piece of the camp, um, how often what How's the process going on? Do you register? How many people? Kind of give us what the camp's going to give people when they, when they participate.
0: Okay. So uh, so for 2022, I, I, believe it or not, I already have the camp schedule um, oh, for 2022. Um, okay. Yeah, so – so and, and that's a, that's another thing that we do. We try to get ahead of the curve. We know Absolutely. people will start marketing, um, you know, w- w- when their year comes or when their season comes or when it comes to mind. Believe it or not, we'll be about 30 or 40% – uh, complete with our registration by the end of this fiscal year. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that we just kind of we take pride in. Our first camp in 2022, um will be Rockledge, Florida. That's the area I grew up in Central Florida. That's April 2nd. We'll come back here to And 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 another thing that I've done, I've been doing these same dates, same locations with the exception of a couple of additions for years now.
1: We okay, know
0: consistent. what time of the year is important. Consistent. Yes. We know uh-huh. what time, We know what time of the year because we're competing with a lot of other things. In Florida, mm-hmm. they play spring ball in the month of May, so you better not go there. Typically, we go to the warmer states earlier that year. We can't go to New Jersey in March and right. be outdoors. You follow me? Mm-hmm. So that's so we, geographically, good. that's how we kind of make our progressions going through. Um, you know, so, so looking back at this again, let's see. We, we'll go Rockledge, Florida, April 2nd, Charlotte, North Carolina, April 16th, Knoxville, Tennessee, April 30th. Uh, Richmond, Virginia, and I would have done more than one in May, but uh, Caleb is graduating from the Citadel May 7th. So, you know, I just kind of had to give a little (laughs) time in there, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Priorities um, now. Yeah, Richmond, Richmond, Virginia, May 22nd. Raleigh, North Carolina, June 4th. Atlanta, Georgia, June 20th. uh, Paducah, Kentucky, July 2nd. Um, You say, why Paducah, Kentucky? There's a parent at our Knoxville, Tennessee camp who came in from Paducah, Kentucky. Uh-huh. He runs a youth organization with over 200 kids. Uh-huh. He was so impressed. He followed me around all day. And we're going to do one that's going to be mainly his, at his facility. So we're getting a fill. Uh, we're getting we're getting uh, a select audience of kids who are going to come participate. Um, uh-huh. And then we can also invite outside kids to that event as well. So something we take advantage of, and then the last one will be Philadelphia, PA, July seventeenth. Al, there's a chance we may be adding the West Coast. Um, okay. my, my, my son Elijah, he, he's moving to LA. Um, um the beginning of the next month. If he's going to be in SoCal. That may just give me another excuse to come out that way. We have a lot of resources out west as well.
1: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know,
0: LA, Temecula in the Valley, Phoenix. So we may go out there and you know go a uh, Saturday, Sunday. Or maybe mm-hmm. even a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just kind of make our two go San Diego, LA, and finish up in Phoenix or something like that. So while we're out there, you know, I mean, you think about it. I'm all. It's always about the bottom line. If I could go mm-hmm. stay with my son, not have those expenses, have resources, partner with high schools in those areas where I could use their equipment. The only thing I'd have to do is drop ship my shirts, and I bring my signage and stuff, and bam, we post up and we can go. That's the beautiful part about what we do as kid Lyman. I mean. Yeah, the physical location is my home. You know, right. we don't have a facility that we hope, because the key is in business, two ways to affect your bottom line. line. Either you increase revenue or you reduce expenses. Not having right. a lot of overhead allows us to be flexible, allows mm-hmm. us to make adjustments and different things of that nature, and it's kind of something that we take advantage of. Um, Typically, back to the question that you had kind of brought up, um, we we have like half of the practice where we're working with offensive linemen, and then we have a defensive part of it, and then we kind of compete towards the tail end. But more importantly, we always tell kids a couple different things. One, learn the game, not a position. They may come and say, oh, I'm only an offensive lineman. Well, if you're an offensive lineman, you need to know what your opponent is doing to be the best offensive lineman. So we've been able to kind of open their minds up and really just teach them, you know, just to be open-minded because you can go to a school and they may your position may be loaded, and you may have to transition somewhere else. If you didn't work on your craft, you're gonna have a less chance of being successful there.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm.
0: kind of something that we that we kind of get going. You know, registration they could do it online at CampLyman.com. And to your point, we're on Twitter at Camp Lyman, we're on Instagram at Camp Lyman, and then we're at com. And that's another thing as we relate to branding, we try to keep it simple seamless. We want, we want that symmetry all the way through. We want it to be streamlined. We don't want people to have to remember a bunch of different names, a bunch of different websites, slogans, and different things of that nature. Whatever platform they go for, if they, if they put in Kent Lyman, they'll see us. And that's Excellent. important. you know. Uh, <clears throat> my web guy, Brent Th- Thomas, is a genius with analytics mm-hmm. and different things of that nature. So a lot of people find us through the web, but if mm-hmm. you go into any search engine, Google, Foxfire, anything, if you put in Lyman Camp we're gonna come up first. I okay. mean that's just and, and that's been that's been through diligence, consistency to your point, constantly having content, um and even YouTube, you know, same thing as well. We try to put those videos out there for training purposes. Um and then also the kids who come to our camps, they get exposure. You what know, the kids may see that. We we, we 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 get we get calls constantly from college coaches asking us like this morning we had a college coach out of Mississippi call us and ask for a 2021 defensive lineman, um, or, uh, defensive lineman and offensive lineman. I mean, it's like on a regular basis, but it's about evaluating kids, trying to help them through the process as well.
1: That's excellent. That's excellent. Well, listen, guys, I haven't given you a number. If you need to call in to ask Mr. DeVoe, uh, Glenn, any questions, um, feel free to do so. The number to call in is 515-602-9767. Once again, 515 602 Nine seven six seven. So call in and ask him questions. I know you must have some because some exciting stuff we're talking about. I'm going to take a quick little break here Um, right now. We're coming right back, and I have to talk to him a little bit more uh, about this camp in terms of that piece you just talked about. You talked about referrals and how this has impacted people's lives and people calling you for talent. That's a huge piece of what people are trying to get to when you're benefits. So let's take a a few-minute break here, and we'll be back in in a moment. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash renews your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Well, we're back here with Growing and Greatness show, and we're talking with Glenn DeVoe, who is the owner of Camp Lyman, an elite sports camp and Combine. So we talked about the importance of the marketing, the branding. We talked about um, that differentiating proposition that you give. We talked about the customer service. We talked about what young people are in this for and their parents are in here for. And clearly, everyone believes their little girl and little boy is a star, and they are a star uh, to some extent, but they are not always going to be able to make it to the national level, but you are giving people an opportunity to be seen and considered they would not have had previously. So tell us a little bit about what's happening with that, how, what kind of things you do in addition to your camp to give um, young people exposure and invite coaches in and things of that nature.
0: So we, uh, um, um, I'm a part owner of a company, Recruit 704, uh, which is a recruiting ser- – it's basically a branding recruiting service. Um, we talk to kids often about their branding themselves. Like, for example, I knew when I walked out of my house, DeVoe was on the back of my shirt. Whether it was, you know, figuratively or literally, it was on the back. And I was representing my family, which was which is my brand. Uh, so the way I carried myself, the way I interacted, a number of different things it was very, very important. But um, through the videos, we're able to take them through a battery of different drills that, 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 that just test lateral mobility flexibility, the ability to bend, strength, um, explosiveness, um, agile feet, things that college coaches look for. We, we talk to college coaches on a consistent basis and ask them what they're looking for, you know, whether it be physical attributes, length, long arms, um, you know, just a number of different things. But once again, we just we, – we, we create profiles for them, um, and we're able to promote them and get those things out. But more importantly, because that position is so – value. Now, even if you don't really understand football, understand this. At any given time, there's 22 guys on the field at the same time. 11 offense, 11 defense, or 11 on each side of the special team. You have five offensive linemen and a tight end, so technically that's six guys on offense. You have at a minimum four, sometimes more than that on defense. So at any given time, 9 to 10 guys are linemen. Mm-hmm. So there it is. You got 22 guys on the field, and 50% of them our linemen. So, if you have the physical physical attributes, the, the the mental aptitude to be able to kind of pull those things together, this is a, this is a good thing because these guys don't score touchdowns and different things of that nature. Typically, younger kids, especially, shy away from that position. And we're mm-hmm. just trying to we like I said, we build them from the ground up. We want to make sure that those younger kids see value in this, important that they're proud of what proud proud of what they're able to do, and just kind of kind of grow it from there. But um at the most sought after position um, collegiately. I mean, there is. I mean, it's Sometimes. a it's it's a unique identifier, and it's something that we definitely um, you know just kind of parlay that to the coaches.
1: Well, tell me this. We um I've I've, I've done my research and it says when your major quotes is we don't hide behind the shield. Tell me what that means.
0: Um, that means um, <laughs> you know we have a we have a lot we have a lot we have a lot, have a lot of former NFL players. Who coach with us and a lot of guys just say because i played in nfl you were the best player but that doesn't mean that you're the best teacher because you're able to play it doesn't mean you're able to teach it and i'll give you an example michael jordan Mm -hmm. probably one of the best players ever or the best player to ever play the game of basketball but as an executive as a coach he was horrible i mean he was he was he was flat out horrible (laughs) you know now as an owner He's given, up some of those, he's given up some of those responsibilities, and, I mean, the organization yeah. made the playoffs this year. It's a yeah. number of different things. When you know better, you do better. So that's what I mean. We, we not only hire uh, collegiate, former collegiate players or, or, or professional players. If, it, if it's a, a person who really understands the game and has the ability to really teach it, if they can really answer the whys, if they can take a kid wherever they are, because we get kids with all different skill levels. They're not all five star kids coming in here, so right. sometimes you have to be, you know, you know, uh, repetitious in the mm-hmm. drills that we do. But well, we feel like anyone who comes is going to be better for it. They're going to grow. Uh, they're going to learn. They're going to be more confident. Even the best guys, and we and we really have to break it down to the older guys who think they've already made it who come to camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want them to understand just like right now in the NFL, a lot of guys are going through uh, OTAs, off season training right before the season start. They are gonna begin back at the fundamentals. Every year when you come into camp, no matter what level you at, you always go back to the basics, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. important. So if it's good enough for the professionals, it darn sure good enough for the novice. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I just see also that I, what I also love about what your concept and what you're doing too is, when I do my research, done my research, I heard about you so many different times, but I still want to do a little bit more. I see you have quite a few. Testimonials, which I think is phenomenal, in terms of families talking about what their children have learned, how it has impacted their children's lives, and how they've been better people. If you talk about the fact that you want to make them better people on and off the field, I think that's huge.
0: That, um,
1: in terms that, of
0: that that is that is correct. And I tell you what, we we really the way, the way I, my, my long term vision is. A lot of our guys who came, we got a guy, Tyler Stevens, out of Mechanicsville, Virginia. He's 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 16. He's been mm-hmm. to Camp lineman like seven years in a row. Wow. He, he, he and his family were instrumental in us going to Northern Virginia to host mm-hmm. the camp mm-hmm. because of the support he gave us. And sure enough, when we went there, he galvanized his troops and was able to really just help us get our foothold in there. So, uh, you know, we're forever indebted to them. Tyler's a kid who... He'll go on to college to play. Depending on what his profession is, when we come back to the area, he'll be a guy who can come and help us. What better than having someone who's come through the program come back be a part of the program? Now, we didn't even speak about that. We got the likes of Andrew Thomas, who's who's a fourth overall pick for the New York Giants, a starting left tackle who's come to our camp. Jamari Sawyer, wow. who's currently at the University of Georgia, who's come to our camp. Ke'Andre Jones, who's currently at – uh, he, he's currently at Auburn playing, Sean, 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 Sean Martin, who's currently at WVU. I mean, all these kids have come through the program. I mean, the list is too long to remember. We have the number one offensive tackle in the nation for the class of 2022, Julian Armada, who came to our camp down in Florida. I mean, it's like wow. you never know You never know who's going to be that next guy, but we invest in every single kid as if that's them because we know they have the potential, by God's grace, to be great at something. You know, mm-hmm. so we just – we kind of use this as our, you know, ministry, if you will, to pour into these guys. Um, you know, there, there's a couple of scriptures that we reference kind of throughout. We don't beat them in the head with a Bible, but there are a couple of things that are pertinent that transitions over. You think, think about Ecclesiastes nine ten, where it says, "What serves your hand find to do? Do it with all your might." We want right. your best. We want your yeah. maximum effort in everything you do. Right. So that's mm-hmm. something that's very important to us, that we just kind of we, we, we hold true And the coaches. They have the same values most of these brothers are you know uh, fathers husbands coaches you know and they stand firm on those principles you know punctuality a number of different things that are important to me i just need to make sure that everybody affiliated i'm just managing it i just need to make sure everybody that's affiliated is on the same page right and once again mm-hmm. the brand is the brand the brand and the brand statement you know says it all as opposed to um you know just we're trying to figure it out no we know what we're doing we're trying to grow be better, and we want feedback. We accept it. I can handle constructive criticism as long as it's coming from a good place.
1: Yeah. This is um, outstanding for me. I, I, I'm loving what I'm hearing. You're, you're doing – you're not only walking – you're talking to talk and you're walking to walk. You're doing that with excellence. That's so important to me. My show is Growing in Greatness because we all have the potential to be that way, um, which I am excited about. I want you to come back um, – not come back, we're going to – um, that you tell us all about how to reach you. Um, I'm impressed about your background in economics, that you're doing the business work, you're doing it for the kingdom, you're doing it for your family. You are a father. You, you and your wife have four children. I understand, right? hmm And tell me about those four kids and, and kind of what they all do. I, I'm impressed. I know already. Tell the audience, you know, how you'd be able to also not just talk about this, but just be able to feel these kind of values in your four children because all of them are impressive. So tell, me, tell us about your four children.
0: So Taylor, uh, my oldest, um, she she currently works for Better uh, Mortgage. She's a mortgage consultant there. Um, she went to graduate from University of Maryland with a gr- degree in communication. Initially, she we thought she was going to be on television. She loves to talk, <laughs> but her personality's <laughs> okay. kind of transitioned her into sales. Which I mean, she's a, she's a top producer. She's in the top 20 percent. They're doing great. Uh, my o- my oldest son is Elijah. He. Um, currently work for Cisco, Cisco Systems, as I mentioned. Um, he's um, heading over to L.A. Yeah, he's he- mm-hmm. heading over to L.A. to take, take take over their commercial west division, kind of working that, that, that capacity there. Um, he played at Duke and um, graduated last spring, so he's been in their program. He was fortunate. He had some opportunities to continue to play, had more mm-hmm. eligibility, but at that juncture he had graduated and had a couple job offers, and he just couldn't turn them down. I mean, so mm-hmm. we just said, hey, look, we took football as far as we wanted to go. Um, nice. take your professional career to that next level. Um and mm-hmm. then third in line is Caleb. Um as, as I mentioned, um he's uh he's a rising senior at the Citadel. Um he's playing ball there. Um he's gonna have a little extra eligibility due to that COVID year as well. So mm-hmm. he's gonna stay on after this year and um um get his MBA there. Um and, and he'll he'll probably be one that'll probably Come and help me scale it and grow this and take it to another level. So he's always mm-hmm. shown some interest in that. So um, you know he's a hustler. Um, you know I, I love his tenacity. Um, and then the youngest of the bunch um, um, is my baby Kendi. She uh, she's a, a junior at Howard, um, and um, she's going to she's going to pursue law school after this. So that'll be our attorney. She'll she'll negotiate the contracts and kind of help us with that. But <laughs> no matter what we do, where we go, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I mean blessed to have those have for, and um, we're going to always work together in some capacity, right? I mean, it's, it's important. Right. There's nothing wrong with that, to kind of build together and always be there for each other. It keeps you connected, to let yeah, to know what everyone else is doing and how we can align ourselves and help each other.
1: I think that's so important, especially when we're starting out small businesses. I don't care what anyone says. We start small. And I have no um, uh, issues about you becoming big and huge and large, and I believe you can do that when we start small. And, uh, you know, having right. That, right, that right family, I'm not going to advocate you to pull anybody in there, but having the right people right. Um, in your circle um, gives you that moral and, and, and uh, you know, extra, extra edge to do always keep things in mind, mm-hmm. do the best you can. I am so excited about this camp. Now you've been doing this. Tell me how many years you've been doing this um, uh, camp, um, Lyman.
0: Nine years
1: nine years and you've made quite an impact in nine years um i have to say yeah, congratulations we'll, you guys have made some impacts y'all going all across the country um have seen some of the best have worked with some of the best and like i said if anyone wants to go on your website or and see the kind of and testimonials that you guys have received it, it's amazing
0: well thank you we we'll appreciate that
1: yeah we'll absolutely appreciate
0: we, we feel we we feel we feel honored and blessed and and, and, and and responsible and accountable, we accept the challenge. You know, we feel like we've been blessed with this platform, and we don't want to take it for granted. We just want to make sure that we do our part, um, to you know, to reach others and teach mm-hmm. others. Yeah, we think about it this way. You know, you got a lot of positive men uh, pouring into these kids' lives. We're able to be uh, vessels, vehicles, visuals for these boys to see see men mm-hmm. who they may eventually mm-hmm. want to emulate the be or whatnot in a number of different mm-hmm. ways. So mm-hmm. it's not just football. Football is just, you can do it, that we're using. But once mm-hmm. again, they get to see how we carry ourselves, how we are, 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 how we handle them and talk to their parents and different things of that nature. So it's, it's just a great platform all around.
1: Mm-hmm. And I just love the way, you know, we we're talking about this stuff. And from my perspective, it is so um, spot on from all the marketing things that we taught and we know and we've seen. And you just kind of, you know, I know you didn't just get about osmosis. You've done studying and reading and whatever you've learned. But, you know, I want people to see how this stuff is done. When we talk about it, sometimes when I uh, have a show, I kind of do more of a lecture type in terms of whatever. That may sound so boring, but think about what you have said. You use so many things that I've talked about so far, about branding, about leadership, what leadership is, about target audiences, about getting trained, about spending time in your craft, about sacrifice that has be made. I mean, you are putting all those things to, into your program, and it's clearly, clearly working for you. So I am just so impressed. Before we get off the air, please tell everybody again how they can reach you, how they can find Camp Lineman or the Elite Sports Camp and Combine.
0: Uh either, either website you can go to camp Lyman and Lyman is spelled L I N E M A N dot com, Instagram, Facebook. Uh you can email me at info at camplyman dot com. Um or you can uh, go to Elite Sport Camps, Elite E L I T E dash sport dash camps dot com. And basically both websites you can you'll have a you'll have a link where you can go from one to the other. So because we're we're brother and sister. Uh, we kind of do that, and that was another thing too. We kind of set them up totally independent because we mm-hmm. were thinking long term. Um, right. Long term, we've been we've we've been vetted by private equity firms who've reached out about potentially wanting to uh, wanting to invest, wanting to kind of do some things like that. And, and most times, mergers and acquisitions, when that happens, typically they'll take a company, they'll peel it back and take out what they want. So we mm-hmm. wanted to keep them separate. So if we ever get to that point down the line, that was an alternative. So that was just a business structure that we were just kind of thinking about. Uh, since your since you know um, since since your 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 platform really talks about business, we wanted to kind of focus on that. You know, sometimes we'll build a business and we'll do a million things under that same umbrella, and a lot of times mm-hmm. that may not be the best 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 platform for you.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that was a great segue into my next segment. I wanted to say to everyone that thank you so much for listening. Next month, starting in August. We're going to talk just about what um, Glenn, just, Coach DeVoe, just talked about in terms of business entities. We're going to have a whole series of guests on. We will talk about entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, what's the difference, what goes on there. We'll have someone talk about franchising in terms of, you know, that is franchise, like a McDonald's or Burger King or whatever. We're going to talk about partnerships, how a partnership works together and what has to be done there. We're going to talk about multiple streams of income. There are people who are using franchising and partnerships and a number of other things. Um, to uh, make their multiple streams of income, which I'm a big proponent of multiple streams of income, actually. Um, so we will have that starting next August, starting August, which is next week. We'll start with that series. I'm so excited about it. But, Glenn, once again, thank you so much for being a part of Going In Greatness. I want to say to everyone, uh, hit me up on Facebook. Give me suggestions. Give me questions. Give me um, your, your input on anything we're having. I look so forward to it. Go out. The day is Monday, so you know what Monday means. you got to rest of the week to go out and be great. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thank
0: you. It's Growing in Greatness Radio Show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness greatness greatness, greatness.
1: With the Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere